Houston is all systems go! You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerlide. Roger Clemens joining us this morning. Unfortunately, we couldn't get him yesterday because phones, because that, because technology. But we have him today right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Roger, welcome in. How you doing? Good morning, man. How about that? Okay, let's start with Christian Javier, or excuse me, with Jose Arquiti and what he did after an average season at best for Jose Arquiti. Just another guy like Jose Abreu did not have a great year, but they step up in the postseason, Roger. It's a different deal when you can perform at the highest level under this kind of pressure. Yeah, large march. I mean, he was a strike thrower. So that's just another weapon now. And now that Dusty sat back and watched it, uh, he's going to have a ton of confidence to, to get him out there again. I mean, he, like I said, he's a strike thrower. So, and he did just that, you know, having having that time off. But, uh, you know, the defense, we talked about defense and pitching. I'll keep harping on it. I mean, Pena's the double play, you know, that settled that down, that game down immediately. Bregman made a fantastic backhand play. Uh, you know those are big for pitchers, man. They give you they give you momentum, and you keep you keep attacking the strike zone, which is going to be important for this series because this series is going to be like. Uh, I think the most difficult thing to do is when you're a starter and you face the team at home, and four days later you start against them at their place on the road. So there's, I, I would think, uh, you know, a situation like this is similar to. Uh, back in the day when I faced a Cal Ripken or George Brett, when they come to the plate, we faced each other over 100 at bats. And there's nothing, there's nothing in my windup or my pitch uh, selection that they haven't seen. I've seen their three or four different batting stances. Um, so you know, it's going to be game on. The Rangers, what the Rangers do? The Rangers scored. Uh, I don't know what the time off's going to do for either team. You know, everybody has to sit back and watch that, but. Um, I think the Rangers scored 21 runs in their in their three game uh, sweep. So, um, you know, the middle of their lineup's pretty solid too right now. But uh, I still think obviously the advantage is uh, our bullpen, Astros bullpen. Well, I, I oh, got to yeah, follow huge. up on Large Marge. First of all, Large Marge reference to the Pee Wee Herman uh, shout. You know, R.I.P. Pee Wee. Does Large Marge mean a guy came up big, like has has the big ones and came up big, or does it refer to the ability? to just air out the strike zone and hit it wherever you want. What is large margin? You're, I've heard you say this before. What does large marge mean? Well, it, it, it pertains to what he was able to do coming out, which really nobody knew how, you know, he, he said all the right things. He, see, he seemed confident. He, he was appreciative of the opportunity, and he went out there and performed. But what it does now is you can, you can fire him in there again. And, 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 and hopefully somebody, you know, like I said, just like the announcers or anybody else, everybody's like, if you go five innings, it's a wow. That's a wow factor right now. I mean, for us, it was for us back in the day. You know, and again, I hate I hate saying that, but you know, our deal was to get to the seventh, maybe the eighth, and start eating out. So then you could bring in Presley, and he only has to get three or four outs. You see a guy come in in the eighth and get four monster outs for us. We had, you know, you know, I had. Uh, Wonderful closers over my 24 years. You know, nobody like Rivera, but Mariano. When I I started laboring, you know, I sit there and tell my pitching coach our little deal was: now I'm going to eat outs for you. Let me. I know I'm laboring a little bit. Give me the eye and heart test with all the stuff with the analytics these days. 
but give me an eye and a heart test. Ask me how I'm feeling. I feel like I can start eating. So now I'm on the mound, and I'm warming up. I know if the first guy gets on, I'm out of there. So it makes it a little more intense for me to get going, get a punch out, a ground ball, fly ball, whatever it is. Now there's only four outs to get. And they're key to you. Now you can, you can count on it. You know, he, he's a strike thrower. But uh, both lineups know, you know, all the pitching staff. Maldi's going to be back there, which he did another fantastic job. I've told you guys before, there's the, the aggressiveness of the, the Astros hitters needs to stay, stay the same. Because there's no fastball counts when you. It seems like a lot of these guys. You watch how many guys get the three-two in the count to throw a breaking ball. Yeah. It's amazing. Even the guys that throw ninety-eight to a hundred, right. they get three and two and they throw a friggin' breaking ball. Carlos was talking about that after the game that they were pitching pitching backwards and it was in large part because of Maldonado. Yeah, but they've done that for a long time. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, like that's what they do. Yeah. It's it's almost every pitcher will not afraid to throw breaking no. pitches on three-two counts. A couple of things there, Roger. First of all. I saw you retweet when George Kirby said, you know, I was at 90 pitches and I shouldn't have been in the game. Can you even imagine saying something like that when you were – I didn't want to go back out there for that inning because I was already at 90 pitches? Yeah, it was incredible. But, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a product of how they're bringing the guys up in the minor leagues. And it has to do, again, with these analytics. Like he said, he was at 90 – I think he said he was at 91 pitches. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Can you imagine? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, you know, you, especially when you're in a, in a pennant, pennant run and stuff like that, there's just still a, a few uh, a few throwbacks. Too. And, and you know what? Hey, I haven't heard. I don't know if you guys. I see that Scherzer's throwing bullpens right now. Yeah. He's a throwback guy. But, you know, you're going to have to watch him being, um, yeah. you know, I don't know if he'll come out of the bullpen, if he'll start a game. Um Valdi, you know he's 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 tough. He attacks. So um, the guy you hope to get in there right now, and I've watched him over his career is Chapman. Man, he can't throw a strike right now. Yeah. So you you, I, I'm going to be surprised if Boach uh, brings him. You know, gets him in any kind of crucial situation. Back to something you said. Okay, um, there, in in your head, did you have a guy that was in your you you face you face you, you just talk about facing Cal Ripken and and. Uh, uh, other guys, whoever, whoever it is, George Brett, George whatever. Brett, he was yeah. pretty good. So, yeah, so are bad. the Astros in the Rangers' head right, after scoring thirty nine runs in three games up there? Do they, are the Astros at all in the Rangers' head? And if they are, what do you do as a pitcher when a guy is in your head? Yeah, I, I, uh, the, the pitcher part of it. Yeah, I think again, like I said, there's so much. There's 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 not a lot of unknown with uh, you know how you expect to work guys and. Uh, again, I think Maldi will pitch their their hitters um, similar like he has. You got to you got to know your pitcher though. If his stuff is on, you got to go with your guy. And, and, and uh, you know, I come out of the bullpen. I've had, you know you had some terrible warm ups in the bullpen, but once you come out and get on that main mound in front of the the fans and the lights being bright, as they say, uh, you can get going pretty good. There, there's there's there was more than two handful of times where I warmed up with. Awesomeness and Awesomeness gave me that funny look coming out of the bullpen. I said, "Just stay with me. Let me get down the main mound in front of our fans, and and uh, here we go. Their energy and and uh, so. But again, yeah, the, the the what the Astros did to the Rangers uh, the last time they matched up was was uh, incredible. So those guys are going to have to, you know, they're they're thinking about it, no doubt about. So when it comes to a series like this, and you're going to pitch. Like where you would have pitched, you'd probably face a team twice. You'd probably face the hitters 
maybe as much as six times in the order over two games. Um, do you go back so your your so what's going to happen is Justin Verlander will work with with how much input does he have? Does he have a day where he and let's say Josh Miller, the pitching coach, and Bill Murphy, the two pitching coaches, and Maldonado? Are they going to – you have all the data there for all the different hitters. Do you go back to how you have pitched them? Do you go back to data that you have on how you've pitched those guys throughout the year so you know what they're expecting? Like, can you take us through the what it's like to prepare for a series like this as a pitcher when it comes to the, you know, the schematics of it along with the pitching coach and the catcher? Well, okay, so take JV, for example. He'll wake up in the morning. He'll know the lineup. He'll know if, there's, if they've, they've stuck anybody else in there that he, that he really doesn't know, but he, he knows this lineup. He's faced them enough, and more importantly, Maldi knows JV and the lineup. And so he'll notice it. You know, you'll notice right away with JV if he's got 95 in the upper part of the zone and it has that late life where his arm's feeling good, uh, even with this layoff. I'm sure he's thrown a couple uh, small, um, uh, you know, quality bullpens, not quantity, but quality bullpens to keep his arm, you know, with that quick, you know, those quick muscles firing. But you'll look for that, and you'll look for the depth of his curveball if it's really sharp and it's snapping. They'll they'll recognize that right out of the gate, and it's just like any of us, any, any of the, um, you know, your main starters. You 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 want to get them backing up bases early. You want to get on them early if you can. If, if again, the first three innings, what we look at. Um, I always look at <clears throat> if my team scores and I'm down under the tunnel and I know my guys just put up one or two, I have to go out and get the leadoff guy. I have to throw a zero right there. It's a momentum getter. Get my guys back in the dugout. The first and fourth innings are super important because obviously the first inning you're trying to get momentum. If my team was struggling, I would try and go out. I would warm up a little bit longer and try and punch a couple guys out in the first inning to get the momentum going. The fourth inning is super important because you're facing the middle of the lineup a second time. They've seen you again. And and in this situation, they've seen you again, again, and again because they this, these two teams know each other very well. So uh, it could get into a little bit of a chess match. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on. And then I'll look to see when guys get on base if they're going to put pressure on the defense and run a little bit more. So... Um, it's just, you know, you just sit back and say, okay, you know, it's no, uh, again, guys, the thing that I look at is when I face a, maybe a younger team and, uh, back in the day, like a Pittsburgh or Minnesota back when they were young and everybody had one or two years in the league, they came after me. Like, I mean, they were tying their shoes in the locker room, getting ready to swing. (laughs) And so I had to go quality fastball. And then I started split, split back to back splits to slow their, to slow their game up a little bit, if you will, to slow them down and make them settle in. Then we had a real game where guys were taking borderline pitches and they weren't so aggressive. Roger Clemens brought to you by John Daspit right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We really appreciate John Daspit for, uh, you know, bringing us just quality. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't hear this anywhere else. So Roger Clemens talking baseball. Let's talk. Lance and I were talking about a little while ago, Roger, about, about getting to their bullpen because their bullpen is terrible. And do you do you get less aggressive? Do you want to see Evaldi or Montgomery throwing more pitches? So do you get more selective as a hitter, or do you stay aggressive and you know maybe maybe go after that first pitch if you like it? Yeah, are, you know we've got two or three guys on the lineup for for, for our Astros that are going to just be aggressive. Uh, I'm going to be as curious as you guys and everybody listening how uh, you know they're going to pitch Jordan in certain situations. So. 
But Evaldi, Montgomery, uh, I think the third, Haney is their other one. Um, good arms, but uh, if they don't execute, and and hopefully the layoff won't uh, have anybody dragging you know through their first at bat through the lineup a little bit, and they're not seeing a, a super live arm. Um, uh, you know, again, it, I, I just I think the guys are going to pretty much stay with their game plan. And you're right if they if they can jump on some guys and get them out of there by the fourth inning, and get to the bullpen. It's you know they should be in a really in in the driver's seat I guess you would say yeah no it'd be a big advantage to get out get them out of the game and 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 what do what would you expect okay so you're coming back like Scherzer hasn't pitched for so long and what would you want to do if your Scherzer coming back with this layoff and not having a rehab start not just going cold out there now yeah I'm not so sure you don't bring him in a in a matchup problem instead of starting him for two innings. Uh, again, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm talking. I'm talking with not uh, a lot of information other than uh, seeing that he is throwing some bullpen. So, uh, again, pitch. You can throw all the little minor league starts you want or simulated games you want. When you get in a big league game and and it's game game on, uh, it, it's a whole different feel to find out if you are really healthy or not. Yeah, this is. I tell you what, man. This is a, it's exciting, Roger, because this is, you know, from a. The Yankees feel like the Astros' big rival, you know, rival in the American League right now. But this would be fantastic if this is, and this is the beginning of what is going to be, I think, a, a legitimate, real rivalry between these two teams. And it's in the same state. And you know, the Astros have the mental edge; they've been there before. They've got players with the, you know, with that experience. Uh, Rangers don't have clearly as many. Astros just beat the brakes off of them. In Arlington, but man, that's a red hot Ranger team. So this is—it's really going to be a lot of fun uh, to watch and see how this develops. But let's let's face facts. At some point, the Astros have to become a better home team. I mean, they do have to be a, a better home team. We hope it gets to the point where they—you know—I I, under—you I, know—from uh, what I understand, that if they can get past them, then uh, and, and the Phillies go, they, they the Phillies get the advantage again. But let's just hope we get to that point. But. You're right. This is uh, this is some kind of special deal where you have uh, the Lone Star State rivalry here, and it's so cool. I have so many people in uh, the Dallas Arlington area. My wife Debbie was born in Arlington, and uh, there's some. Uh, I'm getting texts from golf pros up there from all the golf courses about if we come up and and uh, they're they're fired up. So this is this is going to be fun. They want us, me and you. They want us to play up there when when we go up there. Um, this oh yeah, they want. They want we, you know, I, I you know what, Jono, the, uh, the I think the most important trivia that your your listeners don't know between you and I, we we have seven Cy Young awards. That's right, me and so you. Make sure you don't forget it because I right. was the we when we were going to we were going to go up there and golf. You're right. When we, me and you, with our seven Cy Youngs, go up there, then we're gonna Absolutely. then we're gonna play some golf. Absolutely, throwing an MVP while you're at it. <laughs> You know what? Hey, yeah. congrats, John. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. No, no, no. Congratulations yeah. on that. Anybody I remember when John had 20 one. strikeouts Anybody. against. I remember when John struck out. Well, I can't remember if it was you or John struck out 20 against the Mariners, but we did. But anybody can do that once, also. We we one time, yeah, yeah. One time. That's not our greatest I mean, accomplishment. While we're, while we're looking in the media guy, let's just go get this get deep in there. <laughs> yeah, I have your rookie. And I, I said rookie, I was throwing what, the bullpen. I said I was throwing the bullpen to get ready, just in case you know you have one of those eighteen inning games where I'm the lone ranger out there. Right? No, you, no, no. You might be. Yeah. I was out there watching paint dry, and next thing you know, I'm in this frigging game. <laughs> no, right, right, right. No. Were you but, were you a rookie in '85, Roger? '84. 
84. Okay, so it's the 85 card, though. So I have your rookie card. I do not have John's rookie card. No. Um, well, I do have Ryan's rookie deeper. card. Go a little deeper. You'll find it. Yeah. He's, blowing, he's, blowing, he's blowing a bubble. I think the bubble burst on his face. You'll see it. <laughs> thank, thank you a thank. lot. Hey, John Daspin, I want to give you a second yeah. thank you for bringing Roger on to just waylay John here in the last minute and a half. Well, we will hear from Roger on Monday because we got a Sunday night game. We'll hear from him on Tuesday because he's going to continue to join us right here on ESPN 97.5. Hey, way to go, guys, on paying your bill so I could actually call in today. <laughs> We're, we're excited about it. Was it was a little Roger. late, and yeah, AT&T no just shut us down for some whatever. Whatever, I know AT&T. I know it. You want your money. Uh, Roger, as always, we appreciate it, man. Let's go. It'll, this is what a great, great weekend this is going to be. Between, I got a question for you, though. When the Astros play the Yankees, how do you how do you go about that one? How, how I mean, you got on, on – both of those it's, it's cake i go down to the stadium i sign uh i sign all the stuff for both teams and i wish them well and i get out of there and i come home watching on watch TV. on tv and then nobody yeah. knows it's got to be tough for you it's, it's got to be tough it's cake. I, get, I get out of there you got good good job uh roger clemens with us here on espn 97.5 and 92.5 uh roger as always we appreciate it man thanks all right boys peace uh,